You're listening to Life and Shit. I'm Danielle Walker. And I'm Tommy Walker. Join us as we talk about our journey overcoming fears, boundaries, marriage, family, lifestyle, business, and whatever other shit you can think of. We're individuals that came together to create one unit with one mind and one goal. Mrs. Walker, Mrs. Walker. What's up, Mr. Walker? How you feeling? I'm feeling good. Yeah? Uh, yeah, I'm actually, I'm feeling really amazing, like, really good, or not even any, like, super asshole comments could make me feel <laughs> any kind of way. You put My the shield up. My day really been that good. <laughs> super dope. Got a question for you. What's that? How is entrepreneur life treating you? Oh, entrepreneur life has been treating me, <clears throat> I guess it's a little different on each each note. Mm. Some days it's like, oh, is this what it is? Is this what it's like? This is nice. And then some days it's like, oh shit, how do people do this? <laughs> that, that's that's actually a real a, a real thing. Like, that, that's pretty dope. Is it a build on question to that? Is it everything that you thought it was going to be? Is it none of what you thought it was going to be, or or is it just kind of? Just that's, going. That's a fucking loaded ass question as well because um, it is very much everything that I thought and more mm. and 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 plus <laughs> I would say <laughs> um, because uh, I'm I I don't, I don't come from an entrepreneurship type of background. I, I don't I've never known a lot of people who were in business started their own business. I didn't raise I wasn't raised around that. Um, I wasn't raised around people who even worked hard. Right. Mm. So um, to me, my my model was always just hustle and work hard. Gotcha. Um, so getting into the entrepreneurship lifestyle was something different. Like I didn't understand um, the, the freedom that you can have at times and then the restraints that you have, you know? Um, I, I know when we first started the business, you're like, just for six months, we're gonna grind it out, right? And I was like, okay, I could do this, I could do this. But I, like you didn't say, all day, every day for no, six months. No, it was, I was, it like, was very general. <laughs> it was a very general, like, just give me six months. <laughs> yeah, like, I can work, I can work six days it's for six hours or seven hours each day, or, you know, I can work eight hours. Or I was like, oh, no, no, you're talking about working like 24 all day. fucking yeah. hours. All day, all night. <laughs> Go home, come back again. I was like, I remember being like, how come those people are going home? We're like, well, babe, <laughs> they have their operation together. <laughs> That is hilarious because that was your exact question yeah. when we first started. You're just like, why does it seem like we work harder than everybody else? It's like, well, we're babies. We're babies in this. And we'll be there. We'll be there soon. And, <laughs> and we did. Um, but I'm also learning that uh, which, which, with each step, there's more. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and when, as you say that you're learning, it ain't, it's not like you're going to school. There's no, no. classes. There's, I say this all the time. There's no, you know, you can't go to school for this shit. Mm -mm. Right. And when people say like, oh, I want to run or I want to do my own business, then it's like, yo, by all means, definitely. And then we've had conversations about people, the difference between being self-employed, mm -hmm. entrepreneur, business owner. Mm. There's different there's different categories, right? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And like you said, you you wasn't grown or grew up around anybody like that. Me too. You know, I'm I'm in the same boat. Um, I didn't grow up any around anybody that was either of those. They wasn't self employed. They wasn't entrepreneurs, and they wasn't business owners. So it wasn't like you could see like, oh well, this is how such and such did it, mm -hmm. or this is how um, you know my auntie saved money because 
you know, but everybody was hustling. There was always hustles because mm -hmm. people were working two or three jobs. Yes. You know what I mean? So they worked hard, but in the sense of to the bones of their fingers and, and elbow grease. Yeah. Um, and, and it's the, the benefit part. That's mm -hmm. the part that I didn't see. Um, I think that a lot of times people say like, well, you know, people with money or, you know, rich people here or there, they, they do this or they do that. But it's without seeing the the, the hard work that the they put grind, in yeah. or um, the benefits from the, they're, they're, just, they're just reaping the benefits from that hard work. Right. 100%. And then people look and say, well, it's not fair because they're kind of kicking back and, you know, but it's like, shit, man, you bust your ass to make these things happen. And, and then you get to reap the benefits. Yeah. Thousand percent. I, and it's funny that you say that because even like our employees look at us and they're like, you guys work a lot. <laughs> like you guys are not like Still. regular owners <laughs> yeah, we got emails i mean well you in particular i don't do it often my emails are more late at night yours are like first thing like before the rooster crows yeah like you're, you're flying emails out of three o'clock four o'clock in the morning yeah, my email is usually 11 midnight yeah you know and and it's crazy how and to me i think it, it works well because mm -hmm. i'm not a very early in the morning kind of person and my brain don't start sparking like yours in the morning. Like <laughs> you wake up thinking about shit. Yeah, it's true. Me, I, I, I'm like, I can't go to bed without knocking Letting this it out. all yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. That's so, true. So that's funny how all that, you know, kind of corresponds and, and, and comes together. And to me, I, I mean, at what point do you you have that sit back moment? You know what I mean? For every for every entrepreneur, every, you know, depending on what, what industry you're in, it's different. It's, you know, some entrepreneurs work 10, 15, 20 years before they could kick back. Mm -hmm. You know, um, other entrepreneurs could kick back maybe in three years. You know, um, uh, me personally, I've been an entrepreneur since 2017. Mm -hmm. um, that's when I stepped out on my own. And by all means, I am in no position to kick back. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Like there's, there's no kickback. Yes, I do have the freedom of control of my schedule. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, my schedule also means that I have to be disciplined. I think that's the biggest yes. thing that, you know, people really need to understand is, is discipline is mm -hmm. everything. Yeah. Because then when you say the whole like being kicked back type right now, yeah, you can kick back for a week, you kick back for a day, like, but for, for us, I mean, even a day, you know, like I, I was caught up on everything for a day and I was like, yes. And then. I woke up and it was like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like seven fires and <laughs> a ton of emails. I looked to see like, damn, that, the last email I felt comfortable and had all done, that was like 30 emails ago. And that was yesterday. <laughs> so now today it's it's a little different. And, and then definitely the organizing. As long as you organize everything, um, I, I think that's important. And like you said, told me like the, one of the first things you taught me when we got into or when I joined you um, was to do the money making things first, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like once I do all those things, then I feel like, okay, anything that would create income or revenue and I feel good about that. That's and I can kind of like it step back in. And then that's my my little break. Um, but yeah, very much organizing. Um, an analogy that I always used to, to use and I still use is the the pots burning on the stove. <laughs> that's a that is probably one of my favorite. Yeah. Because when you said it, I was like, like I pictured it in my head. And I was like, oh, shit, like. Because I, I even, like, it almost sound like a cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> you could just see me yeah, just, like, like yeah. changing out. If you, guys could, if you could see me, you'd see me, like, just moving all the pots around. Because, <laughs> you know, you got some that's simmering, but that simmer's almost done. You got to mix it just a little bit so it gets thick and not burnt, you know. And then you got the you got the other rice, you know, and it's almost done, but it's not. But if you leave it too long, it'll be mushy. But if you take it off too soon, it's going to be hard, you know. But it's like, damn it, you know. And then you got the oil, and you're, it's ready to put that fish or whatever you got in there. But if you put it in too soon, it's going to be oil. And if you don't put it in, then 
it's gonna be burnt so it's like oh my gosh like that's it's like it's my hr it's you know it's recruiting and then it's like operations it's all kinds of things but you just got to keep your eyes on them and i think the best entrepreneurs um, they learn to balance them and then they learn even better how to train someone else to balance the different parts of it. Yeah, a thousand percent. You know, I, I, I talked to a, uh, a gentleman not too long ago. He was 69 years old and he owned a franchise and it was uh, it was in San Diego, here in San Diego. Owns, owns a franchise, owns two franchises, actually, same company, right? But he has two two locations, one in L.A., one in San Diego. And at 69 years old, this is like he's not uh, your your entrepreneur that's been working for 20, 40 years. He's your 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 entrepreneur that went into being an entrepreneur for retirement basis. So he worked 40 years, corporate company, mm. corporate job, 40 years, did what he was supposed to do, retire comfortably and then purchased a franchise for his kids. And then when I heard that, I was like, well, how's that working out? And he's mm. like, I can't stand it. <laughs> and, and, and in most regards, it's because of the current environment, right? If Like we did a whole podcast on um, the hiring crisis, right? Mm -hmm. And we talked about retention and, and trying to gain, you know, gain good people that will help you run your business. And that was his issue. His issue was having a good manager that he could trust and run the business, but he couldn't find that. So therefore, he was in there working 14-hour days, and his staff was pretty much high school age damn near and so he spent a lot of time training and, and rebuilding and you know if you if you really think about it it's like you talk about a good manager to run a franchise what kind of experience you know is is out there that would do that for you know according to our podcast people you know if you got that kind of experience to run a franchise then you out doing your own thing yeah and yeah. at 69 years old hell no you don't want to be out there being a brand new mm, entrepreneur yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true that's very true i was just in a meeting today with a young lady who was a nurse and i mean a nurse is a big deal uh, to me, I would say, you know, it's a good profession. Mm. Um, but she got out of nursing to become a financial planner. And wow. I was like, huh. And um, that's like almost like your story. But OK. Yeah, 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 yeah. it is. It, yeah, 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 I guess. But, you know, she said she's like, I'm never going to leave my license. Um, she's like, so she's kind of like depending on it. Like if some if anything happens, then she's got that. Oh, so she um, still have her nurse license. Yeah, she okay. does. So she, she didn't burn the bridge. No, but for the last year, like everyone else, she's trying something different. Right. Mm, so, okay. so she's been allowed the opportunity because she has some cash probably and probably made some some well financial decisions then became a financial uh, advisor um but yeah so people just kind of quitting and moving on is that what we're dealing with um but she stepped into the entrepreneurial world and now she's going to make it a niche right so she has a nurse never knew about her 401k mm. it's something that they just it's like she's like they just set it up for me they said they match and it's like let's do it so she's like now i'm gonna go back and help those people yeah so it's like okay well that, that's so she's actually being more self-employed then because ah. she, don't, she don't have a team like she has to do all the work yes you know, so, yes yeah. so oh, we'll talk about that because you're right people don't understand the difference right yeah when you're self-employed you do all the work you know, even if you own your own coffee shop, mm -hmm. if you if you have no other employees in your coffee shop, you're there morning, you open up and you close, close. down, you're self-employed, mm -hmm. even though you have a brick and mortar location. But at the end of the day, I mean, and yeah, you, you're saving money because you don't have, uh, you know, employment taxes and things like that. Workers comp, you know, there's a lot of ways. It's a lot of reasons why people stay self-employed. It, it, it's a it saves money when you when when you start talking about workers comp 
health insurance. And we'll actually do a podcast on this stuff uh, because it's crucial. And, and a lot of people, it's it's scary almost. And I mean, when I remember we first got into, you know, healthcare and, and learning about that, it my eyes was just rolling like 18 times oh, around gosh, my head. Yes. I was like, what? What Workers is it? Workers' comp, all that. The I, money you, involved. I think I asked oh, you the same God. question every mm, single month. Mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. like, hold up, babe. Because my question was always, how much are we paying for this? Yes, <laughs> yes. And then you imagine that me putting the numbers together. And I, I mean, and I, oh, Lord, I put those numbers together four or five times. I'm like, okay. Then I turn them around and twist them up and do them again. And it's like, shit, same numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so 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 that's, you know, that's the reason why people stay self-employed instead of going into the entrepreneurial world because there's different barriers that you have to break down once you become an entrepreneur. We have a friend that literally running in his own business for three years, almost three years, and decided to go get a job as a CEO. Ah. Like, and, and, and now we got to make sure we understand this. Just because you're a CEO doesn't mean you're an entrepreneur mm. because CEOs, their bosses is the board. And if you're, if you're at, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a public traded company. Any company, you know, if they have a board, the CEO has to answer to that board. And he's going into a whole nother type of a situation. It's like, uh, I don't know. But it's it shows me and it made me realize, too, that I understood. Like, I, I was seeing all this revenue come in, right? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. Like, we got money. Money being made around here. You know I say? Money being made around here. But then it's like, oh, wait, wait. And you're, like, you're like, no, no, no. That's revenue. And this is the profits. And I was like, oh. Yeah, it's not about, <laughs> that's a different number. It's not about what you make; it's about what you keep. <laughs> it's not about what you cop, what you keep. I mean, what you cop, it's what you keep, right? Yeah, and mm-hmm. and and that's a good point because most successful entrepreneurs are smart with money, and you know you have to be physically conservative. And what makes you an entrepreneur is you take what you've made and then you go and invest that eventually. Mm-hmm. Fiscally, right? uh, fiscally conservative. conservative. Yeah. Explain what that is. So, for instance. Uh, in our own, in, in our wheelhouse, mm-hmm. you cannot, I, I've told every single person on our team, you cannot make a purchase the last 10 days of the month. I don't care what, it, unless it's an operational need. And I mean, operational need means like we can't, like we we have to make this purchase in order to make money. Yeah. But if we ran out of paper, I don't give a shit. That's on you. Like you shouldn't have ran out of paper. Poor so, Yeah, exactly. So that's the fiscally conservative is to make sure either at the end of the month or at the end of the quarter, at the end of your fiscal year, that you tighten up your books. And I learned that in my in the corporate world. Like mm-hmm. the corporate world is what taught me that because every every season was something we had to get tighter, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's the other thing too about being an entrepreneur where we say, you know, you don't learn you can't learn this in college. Like I I have a business degree. My my degree is in business administration. Mm-hmm. But just because I got a business degree, that don't teach you how to run a business. So when I was a, an employee for a major corporation, the responsibilities that I had helped me to understand and, and made a lot of a lot of sense of why they did it. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, when I was an employee, of course, I complained, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, why they do it like this? Yeah, it's, it's different. <laughs> it's different. The way that they feed it to you as the management is different than how they feed it, how they how, how they how they ask management to feed it to employees, right? A thousand percent. So it's yeah. like, and, and management is laid out to you, right? Because they want you to give it to them, you know, eloquently. And then you're supposed to just tell the employee, like, this is just the this way is it, it is. is. <laughs> but you know what? That's Because I used to be on my, always my gripe. It's like, the corporation always leveraged the relationship that managers have with the employees to roll out whatever something is happening, right? So every corporation is not like that. Sometimes you hear stuff from, you know, 
the, the C-level. And when we say C-level, CEO, COO, CFO, whoever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And there's some corporations that you don't see those guys or girls. So therefore, the message comes down and it comes down to senior management and senior management says, all right, here's to middle management. The middle management says, all right, give it to frontline management. And in frontline management is like, well, why the fuck do I got to deliver this bad news? <laughs> <laughs> and it just true. rolls out like that. Mm-hmm. Right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's true. And it, 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 it's at all. Yeah. Do you feel like there's a work life balance in, in like because you said, you know, controlling your schedule, you entrepreneurship is work is, is, is now that and some do you have a legit work-life balance uh i i'm uh i grab for it and i i try my hardest to have, to have it as much as i possibly can um i would say that in the beginning there was none um and then i i try to bring some in and and i, and I think work-life balance is something different to it mm. to other people to, to everyone right like i want to be able to work and then live and just do things with my my family and also be able to have alone time or just me time and then also like just be able to balance all of it together you know um so i think that because of the way that our schedules are or the way that i've planned my schedule where i have time in to study time in to even meditate in the morning then i I believe that that brings in balance um one thing that I, I don't put in enough of would be friendship time. Mm. Um, I have a lot of friends out there. I love you guys so much. And I just, I don't feel like I, I don't spend enough girlfriend time. I don't spend enough sister time, mother time, daughter time. So in that sense, um, and when I start bringing it up like that, like, listen, I could spend the whole, a whole month just spending time with them, you know? <laughs> So it's the balance <laughs> that, that, that you have to have. So just adding in something every now and then kind of makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to do it more, but then I think maybe that's not balance on the other side, you know? Yeah. So I think I, I think I feel good about where my work-life balance is at this time. Yeah, Yeah. so, so a thousand percent, um, if you did more, then something else is going to fall, right? Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, we can't put pressure on ourselves like, oh, do more, as long as you're doing something. You know, if, if and nobody will ever be happy, it's like going to the gym more, right? Mm-hmm. Or eating better or whatever the case. There's always more of something that you can do. Mm-hmm. But as long as you're doing something, then it's all right. But one thing I, I feel like uh, with friendships is friendships also change, right? It's like um, if you think about police officers, and we, we talked about this before, police officers hang out with police officers, then it's police talk, right? And that's all you talk about. I remember when I was a driver. I hung out with other drivers and all we talked about was our routes and we talked about the customers on our routes and that was our, you know, that's what brought us together. But now as an entrepreneur, you, you know, it's not like you're hanging out with all the, it's it's not like a group of people that you're hanging out with. Right. Mm. It's not like you go to work and then everybody goes to, to happy hour after work, you're in a boat by yourself. So when Mm. you go to happy hour, you're going to happy hour either with other entrepreneurs between, because of some network that you are part of Mm -hmm. or, yeah, your, your friends that, you know, that are still like hanging on to you because they feel like you haven't changed. And yeah, I'm calling y'all out that feel like we change. <laughs> but it's not it's, many. It's not we we change. It's just like it's just we got to put time in. Like we legitimately have to put the time in to to uh, to be worthy. You know, what I mean, yeah, like I, I recall when um, uh, when we first started getting really busy and my sister's like, oh, can we go? you know, to lunch. And I'm like, ah, let me look at my schedule. And it's, 
And she's like, come on, like, when, when have we ever looked at schedules? And, you know, you're my sister. I should just be able to have lunch. But it, it really just doesn't work that way anymore for me. I, I, I literally, and I'm not like, oh, I'm so busy. Like, I'm not trying. I'm not, I, and I understand because I heard people talk about those people. They're like, oh, there's, she's just one of those so busy people. But I'm like, look at my schedule and you'll see. Like, I literally have no time, you know, and I am, I'm going to put you in there, you know, and then and, and I'm sorry if I can't stay and, and have like, three glasses of wine and then you know it goes over and because it's like at two o'clock I kind of got something to do you know so um it does put you in a different position especially with people and that's why people will say that you changed because before you know we used to meet on Sunday have mimosas or wine or whatever and we'd be out Sunday fun day all the way to the next like to way into the night you know it'd be like a whole day just screwed and it was there's no problem Mm -hmm. but now it's like a whole day like I, I don't know you know I, like I, I literally have to plan a couple of months for that and yeah, then <laughs> a thousand percent because I and, and, and a part of that is you have a partner because I'd be looking at you like like homie then was that part of your plan because if yeah. it wasn't part of your plan then you know you, you put the business in your, not you put the business in jeopardy but like your portion of the business like now things are going undone right right which I went to yeah no but I'm saying but but like, like legit you have mm-hmm. to plan those like we're going to Alaska in a couple months and I just seen an email that said, when you're here for the week, it's meant for you to be here so you can recharge and do whatever, and make sh- and, and not work the whole time. So, I'm I'm giving you a heads up now that come June, you need to let go of everything. So I was like, wow, that's pretty cool that they mm-hmm. they give you that heads up now, right? Yeah. So, so like you said, prepare. We, yeah, we need to plan and prepare so that for the week. You're all good, mm-hmm. right? And the, and the ship is not burning down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, and then you have people with hoses, just in case. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. ah, but you know, they got the hose; they'll be all right. One of the coolest things I find about entrepreneurship is creating systems and processes and opportunity. You know, so when you think about systems and the processes, that's what gets the train rolling on its own, right? Mm-hmm. Because then, when a train is rolling on its own, that means you're you're giving opportunity for other people to run this train. And then take on responsibility and learn things, right? And that's the only way that, like, like, like when I was in corporate, like I said, it was the things that I've learned that helped me become an entrepreneur. So, so all of the systems and the process that we've created and that we put in place give opportunity for our managers and leadership team to take on, and then they could go eventually out and and build their own thing and and do the same thing over and over again. You know, yeah, what I mean? definitely. Like that's one of the, the, the one of the things that that I find the most enjoying about being an entrepreneur it's not following somebody else's system anymore Mm. but also paying homage like like if it wasn't for that system and and those opportunities i wouldn't be where i am today yeah so so i'm very grateful in that yeah i i love uh when i'm thinking of a system and i'm like uh wouldn't it be cool if we could do this this that and then i look and it's like oh shit there's already a system like that now let's just revamp it and make it like ours you Mm -hmm. know so yeah i I love that part um another part i love about being an entrepreneur is that there's these times where you have these super creative people that are on your team or fortunate enough to work with you um and they get stumped or they get in in front of themselves, you know, where they can't get over it. Um, and I love when I give them that, that like aha moment or that clarity and they're just like, oh, like, oh, shit. What? OK, like it was that easy now, yeah. you know, and then it's like, <laughs> boom, now now it's like the floodgates are open and then they're just working and they're 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 riding. And I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's true. It's like, it's like that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, 
Because the way you have meetings, like they come into our office, they sit on the couch, and it, and it seems like a therapy. Like I'm sitting there, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh man, this is a, is this a meeting or is this therapy? Like, what's happening right now?" <laughs> but it, but it's super dope because they're super open, right? They're like, "Like, oh, this is what's going on," it's like, and you guys are having a conversation. And my my meetings are not like that. So <laughs> yeah, my my meetings always start off, in it. and I think that's the that's a, that's probably like a different just because of who we are, even female versus male, but just personality as well yeah um but yeah i always start and my meetings are always on mondays so i always ask about the weekend right because my the ones that i'm speaking with i haven't spoken to the whole weekend generally mm-hmm. um so i want to know like how their weekend went um i want to know a little bit about their personal life so that we have a bit of a connection outside of work as well right so that they know that i do care about them as a person um and then and then I'm gonna get on your ass, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then I unleash. <laughs> and then, and I'm like, I, and then it's so it's it's, it's so funny. If they're listening, and it's funny as well. But um, when I have something, and I'm like, oh, I got something that I, I know they're not gonna like, and I'm really gonna get on their ass. And then it's just like, okay, how are you? And da 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 da. Like, you got anything for me? Like, no, okay. So da 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 da. It's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> and, and for you to say getting on somebody's ass, like to me, it's still new. Like. It's even though it's been going on for three years, more not well, no, I would say more like the last two years. The last two years you've been you've been you've been ass chewing. Um <laughs> and it's still new. Like I'm I'm still not used to it. So when I see it and I hear it, I'll be like, oh shit, like damn. She does it. <laughs> like, that's real. Oh <laughs> uh, man, he's that he's laughing and saying I'm not because I'm not I'm I'm generally yeah. a, a very soft-spoken person well, well um, that and plus you've you've like in the 10 years that you were oh shit actually no 17 15 years you've been in leadership you've always been leadership of either yourself yeah or maybe two or three people so yeah it, you, it wasn't a lot of ass you needed that's true you know, that like, is like, true people did their jobs yeah yeah it's a different world where yeah. in our industry there's so many things going mm-hmm. on people forget and mm-hmm. it's like well shit that you forgot about this and they're sitting there like fuck yes yeah. i did <laughs> and then i that's how i learned to just write everything down and follow up follow up follow up follow up so they know like well she's gonna follow up with me yeah, <laughs> so uh, exactly. i'm gonna get this done <laughs> one of the things about being an entrepreneur too is, is you you don't know what you don't know mm. and, and i've learned that statement uh very early on because there's a lot of things i don't and i tell people all the time like hey i'm this is new to me, especially when it comes to finances. Um, that's one of the, that was probably one of my, my, my weakest points. And so then we reached out and we got financial help and they're teaching me and training me everything from taxes uh, to our CFO to like all that stuff, accounting, bookkeeping, everything, the mm-hmm. bottom line, the top line, everything in the middle, mm-hmm. like all that stuff, because your decisions are literally made off of you understanding your finances. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so when you don't know what you don't know as an entrepreneur, you have to make sure that you're investing in yourself and going out and getting that training and never feel like you arrived. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, and, and you're always learning, right? Always, always, learning. always, always, always learning. Um, I think that another thing um, to be careful of, especially, like I said, when we first started this, we were doing it six um, to seven days um, straight uh, with no days off. Um, sometimes we didn't eat breakfast. Uh, mm-hmm. We wouldn't even eat lunch um, until like two, three o'clock. And then we'd eat dinner at like nine. 
Um, we weren't going to the gym, working out. Um, we weren't doing anything healthy. Um, so I think that a lot of times we lose ourselves in the work um, and we stopped thinking about our health. Real, and that's real shit because over the last three years, I'm the, the heaviest I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as we try working out, like we even went, you know, going to the gym and all that stuff. But again, back to what you're saying, you're working seven days a week, all day. You, your eating is off the chain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Snacking here. Yeah. So. And then we're buying food for our employees, right? So yeah. we buy food for them. And the food that we buy is usually quick so they could keep going. Mm-hmm. And then we're eating the same food. So, yeah, as a, when you're in the grind, you, you know, you also have to – well, I, I think we're kind of fortunate because we have each other because you tend – like, because if I'm going hard, then you'll you'll pull me out and say, all right, you know, come out and breathe, eat, do whatever – uh, now when I pull you out, you get at, you you look at me like, give me my opportunity. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, go, go ahead. No, because bonafide, there's there's so many times where I'd be like upstairs and I'd be like, dang, is he gonna come up yet? You know, like he's downstairs still working. I go down and then he like bite my head off, like, babe, I'll be finished when I'm finished. And I'd be like, so so, how long are you gonna work today? When I'm done, nah, nah, nah. And I'm like, eh, like I don't do that. But um, when I'm in it, I'm like, you know, I'm working right now you then you oh come on i'm like oh no 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 yeah, no i'm yeah. not gonna bite your head off but yeah, <laughs> i'm gonna be yeah. like don't do me yeah that's your exact <laughs> words don't do me like that i'm like oh okay that's what that feels like i understand let you be an entrepreneur <laughs> i get it and that's the times when i need to get that stuff out of my head you yeah. know otherwise i and then i'll get up early in the morning and i don't want to bug you so it's like ah so i'll get up and then i like kind of creep downstairs but if i had it my way i just get my little laptop and lay it on my lap and then i just get it all out and then probably put it down and go back to sleep <laughs> a thousand percent i'm glad you creep downstairs because we have a whole study to do that <laughs> Oh, yeah, sometimes it's just, you know, get it Convenient. out. Yeah. Pull, yeah, yeah, don't roll over. By all means, if you're in business with your spouse, do not roll over <laughs> and grab the laptop. Even if you grab your phone, like that screen, like that shit, we see that. <laughs> so so don't do that. He's always talking about the bright lights. Yeah, don't do not do that. So successful entrepreneurs, what, it, what does it take to be a successful entrepreneur? How do you let go of the reins and shit how do you become rich as being an entrepreneur Mm. the first thing you do is take what you've saved and then you go and invest it it's assets over liabilities um i'm not taking that from you know earn your leisure shout out to earn your leisure but they have t-shirts called assets over liabilities but that's math 101 Mm -hmm. like if you've ever taken accounting if you've ever taken anything you know you learn about what your assets are you learn about what your liabilities are you learn about what your net worth is and that net worth is your bottom line you know, when you all your bills are paid, you are paid, whatever money is left over, that's your, your net worth. And if you don't know your current net worth, I don't care if you're an entrepreneur, I don't care if you're an employee, I don't care if you're if you're side gigging and self-employed, you should know what your net worth is. And that literally write down every single bill you have and whatever it took to pay that bill off and whatever cash is left over, that's your net worth. And if, your net, if your net worth is not where you want it to be then that means you need to increase your assets and increasing your assets doesn't mean buying cars or buying whatever you think is an asset. It's buying things that actually show value. So that's how you get rich. That's how you become a more successful entrepreneur is not buying another business that, you know, says, um, you, you could do, uh, if you recruit 50 people and then you could sell this, then that's not buying an uh, asset business. That's 
making another self-employed opportunity for yourself, mm. but legitimately buying a, something that will make money while you're not even thinking about it. Yeah, I think that's a whole other podcast, to be honest. Like you're going over <laughs> on a whole other thing, right? Like but the entrepreneur lifestyle and yeah. how it's treating you. Uh, yeah. That's a, that's a successful <laughs> entrepreneur. <laughs> yes. When, yes. When you say like, oh, how's it? Oh, it's treating me fantastic. <laughs> yes. That's, yeah. that's, how, that's how you look at it. You know what I mean? So, so entrepreneurship is living a few years of your life that most people would not do so you could spend a few years of your life living a life that people can't live. That's, mm. that's pretty much how it comes down. Oh, I love that. Cause it's just like where uh, my quote comes from. It's like, it's giving up the good so that you can have the great later. Yeah. Right. Ooh. So it's like, that's fire. It, it's like the same thing. It's like, we said the same thing, but just in less words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you just ask me, you know, my final thought of it is, is being an entrepreneur is hard as exciting and it's fulfilling. I love it. You know, that's that's how I live. That's how, I wake up every day. That's how I feel. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's it's life and shit. Life and shit. Love you. Love you. <laughs> Do us a favor. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Leave a review. Let us know what your thoughts are. That's the only way that this show is going to be successful. And we appreciate you. Talk with you next time.